Welcome, Annie. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you so much for asking me to come on. I feel so privileged and honoured. I know we've had a little chat before, haven't we? But we can have a really good chat today. Yeah, well, it, I wanted to get you on because when we were talking, there were like many things that you said that I could relate to, or I would say that like you're like-minded. Um, that's pretty much why I wanted to get you on and just talk about things and learn from you as well and just have a conversation fabulous um, yeah I wanted amazing. to ask you so excited like uh, when we were having conversation uh you said that you relatively uh not too long ago got into like self-development so maybe how self-development has affected you helped you or maybe how has your life changed as a result yeah, absolutely. So I've been working from home now since last July. Um, and I've always been a person that's never really worked on themselves. I've never really understood what it was. I mean, I've never really read a book. It's never been my thing. I've always just been that full pelt, fast person, no matter what I do, I've got to go 100 miles an hour, sometimes till I actually burn out. And I've never really understood how to not get to that point. I've always just been the same. Um like I say, I've never really read any books or anything. I didn't really know what personal development meant. I didn't know what it was to feel anxious, to feel stressed or anything like that. But since lockdown, I think the last lockdown just really hit me a little bit, um, especially with working from home. So I'm a very structured person. I like to get out. I like to train. I like to be social. And with working from home, being stuck in the same room, it's quite lonely. And I was just getting like so emotional and so like I had like a racy heart, I was getting panicked about things and I had no idea what that feeling was until um, I spoke to a couple of people about it and they were saying like, it's like anxiety and stress kind of feeling. I was like, I had no idea. Um, and even last week, I just had a, had just started crying for no reason. I just needed to get it out. Um, so I kind of decided through the business that I am actually partnered with just to have a focus and focus more on personal development. So now I'm reading more books and we do something called a miracle morning. Um, so that's where you get up in the morning, you do your meditation. Now meditation has really, really helped me. Um, I've never been into meditation, never really appealed um, a thought. I need to try something just to calm me down, just to settle me while I'm still going to be working from home for the foreseeable now. So I thought we need to try and understand what's going on in my head, understand the negative thoughts and feelings. So I do a lot of journaling as well. So that's also part of the miracle morning. So I get up in the morning, I do my meditation first. Um, so it's like a 10 minute meditation for stress and anxiety. And I really try and at the moment focus and understand what it is I'm feeling, why I feel so anxious and just understand the perception of it as well. Um, so after my meditation, I kind of just do my journaling and I write for about 10, 15 minutes just to get all my thoughts and feelings out. And I'm actually more aware now of it. And that's where like affirmations come into it as well. So like the law of attraction, and, and I've never been into that before either, but I've read the secret and I was just absolutely blown away. Um, and I started practicing affirmations as part of my, with my gratitude as well. So for example, say if I'm focusing on the negative, when I wake up in the morning, if I've had a rubbish, rubbish sleep and um, I think, oh, this, this day is going to be really, really bad. Um, I then understand to switch it. So for me, I put music on. Um, 
so that's kind of part of my miracle morning as well being grateful for things like I didn't realize how much of an impact that would have on my, my life and I think it would really help other people to focus on what's actually going well and what you actually have rather than focusing on what you don't actually have so I was very much like that I I was um, single for about three years and I was comparing myself to all of my friends and they were all settled down having kids and I was focusing on why why can't I find somebody like that why 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 when I started to work on the positive I started to get more self-love and I was feeling comfortable in my own skin like Sean my partner now he just appeared randomly obviously because I was feeling happy and confident in myself once I worked on myself he just appeared um so I think it's really important to focus on what what you are grateful for like I have I still have a job I'm very lucky I've just been promoted as well and I'm in a really good position with the business that I am in and the gyms are opening soon and I'm healthy I've got all my family like nobody's died of COVID or anything like that so I kind of focus my energy on what was going well and that's had such a huge impact on me um, and understanding and appreciating things a little bit more as well so I think the whole personal development thing is just so important if anybody's feeling in a bit of a rut or they want to just um focus of energy on the positives and understand how to get out of feeling anxious and stress it's so important to try and journal as well um and, and i know that you do it as well don't you you you, you get um maybe do some journaling affirmations as well i think i am affirmations are really positive um so like, i am powerful i am confident you know and i say them out loud every single night and I've actually got a whiteboard here with all my positive affirmations on it. It just puts you in a nice state. And especially if you're struggling with anxiety and stress and you can't sleep, like understanding your gratitude at night, even if you wanted to journal at night, puts you in a more calmer sense so you can try and drift off to sleep. Um, so personal development's completely changed my life, to be honest. I've gone from somebody that's full-on speedy, burning out at every single time um, possible to actually knowing when to step back understanding why I'm feeling negative, understanding why something isn't working the way that I want it to work and understanding how just to switch my mindset. Um, so my mindset has grown quite a lot as well, which which is really good. So I'd highly recommend it, even for somebody who's struggling at the moment being working from home as well. Just start writing down your thoughts and feelings and being aware of them, being self-aware of, of what's going on in your head. Um, it's, it's, it's really good and it can just switch your mindset straight away. Yeah, I think... With the, I actually just finished the, I think last week, the book Miracle Morning. So like all mm. those things, it's, it's really fresh in my mind now. Um, but like, I think what you said about meditation and sitting down, I think I, you also had a post on Instagram about meditation and how it has helped you. Um, and really what you touched on, like emotions and becoming aware of your emotions, because many times like I was the same I would just like work all the time then I burn out and that's when I have to rest then I go again I burn out um even though I was already working on myself but I was working so much that it was like whenever I would stop or relax or rest I felt like I felt guilty for it that I'm not moving forward but then like in last one two years I learned that it's actually really important to not to wait to recharge until you're burned out, but do it daily pretty much where you have time where you sit down and you reflect or just like relax, even if it's like five minutes where you just sit down and like do nothing. Um, so yeah. for me, it's been helpful to like realize that it's okay. And it's even necessary if you want to get ahead to find a time to relax and not feel guilty about it. Because then like when you stop, 
and you relax, you feel bad about relaxing. So you don't really relax. <laughs> so yeah. for me, it's been like just sitting down and actually enjoying it and not feeling bad about it. Um, so like maybe how, how has your thought process changed or like maybe, maybe with all the journaling or reflections, maybe you have noticed how you, what are the things that you look at maybe differently or how, how has your like perspective on things changed? I think, I think from journaling, for me, I've, I've, I've never known what that stress feeling was. And once I've actually read up on what that stress feeling is, being aware of it is so important. So I think it's really important as well. And this is something that always sticks in my head. To speed up, you have to slow down sometimes. Oh, yeah. For me, going full pell actually is more unproductive than being productive. So taking time out for your day, just to, even if you just wanted to watch something on TV, I mean, I'm not, don't really watch much TV. I watch Netflix every now and then, or even if you just wanted to get outside for a walk for half an hour, making sure that you have you time, because if you're constantly doing your work every single day, it turns out that you might not actually be doing much because you are doing it all day. So if you try and fit your work into small pockets of time throughout the day, you find yourself being more productive, I think anyway. And that's something that I have really learned. And even meditation, as well even just taking like a deep breath in and then releasing and then a taking another deep breath in it just completely calms your mood down um so like I say I didn't know what that stress feeling was and before there was like a, a few weeks ago and I was just I didn't know what it was like I was in a mood I was snapping I was just couldn't focus on anything working from home was so busy couldn't really speak to anybody because we were not in meetings we're not in face to face it was like trying to chase everybody and being stuck in the room I was just so overwhelmed with everything but actually writing down how I was feeling I thought that that's stress like I was recognizing it so sometimes in your head when you're thinking about things you can't actually recognize it without writing it down um, and sometimes you, you think that that way that you're feeling is normal, but it's actually not. So by writing it down, it's a lot easier to recognize how you are feeling, I think, and then trying to change it to a positive. So like I say, affirmations are so um, powerful and trying to understand and be self-aware of, of what your feelings are. Um, and then you can actually go back and have a look at your journal as well. Um, so that, that just completely blow blew my mind because some days now I still get really bad days and I wake up and I'm like oh, I'm not in the mood today but straight away by recognizing what I am feeling it's easier to try and get past it because I know if I do yoga if I meditate if I go out for a walk that's what I need to do to help myself feel better so I think it's a lot important for a lot of people to understand what you enjoy like what is your escape for me my escape is going to the gym obviously I can't do that at the moment but it's the perception of it well soon. everybody very soon very soon it's like <laughs> two days two days yeah. so excited <laughs> Um, and I think it's a perception of it as well, because everybody's in the same position, like nobody can go out. So that's something that I've really been recognizing as well. You can either start playing that victim mode and being like, oh, I'm stuck inside. Like, I can't do this. I can't do that. Or you try and get past it. Stop playing the victim mode and understand that everybody's in the same position. Try and look for that perception, not make it negative and positive and do the things that are going to make you happy rather than sitting and dwelling on it. So for me, getting outside for a walk, just listening to some music or even a podcast is what I need to do for me to, to make myself feel better. So I think even writing stuff down, like I say, is just really important. It's that perception of it as well. So like, let's say when you're in that victim mode, because I think many people 
if not most people have been in that mode at least once without the lockdown and everything going on so mm-hmm. like let's say when you're in that victim mode because many times what happens is is that like we tend to identify with it and then we just give in so like when you're in the victim in that like victim zone and you feel bad and things like that how do you actually um get out of it like what's what's the mental process for you again I think it's just recognizing it because I had no idea what I was feeling I didn't know what my thoughts were for a very very long time and through doing the company that I am with it it was recognizing my fears and my self-limiting beliefs um and it's just that that journaling as well I think I think the biggest thing to think about is being aware of that feeling So for me, I've really been recognizing that when I am feeling stressed and I am snapping at people because I am stressed, I'm understanding that feeling and associating it with stress. So then to get out of that feeling, I know that I either need to stop working for a couple of hours, go and speak to somebody, listen to a podcast, get some fresh air or go to the gym. So I think I'm trying to understand and be self-aware of what you are actually feeling, again, through journaling, will actually help you understand how you are feeling to then get out of it. I mean, a lot of people are different. People might like to go and socialise with friends. They might like to go and speak to their friends if they are in an an aggravated state, or they might like to do yoga. But I think it's really important to try and understand and and put, put... it down to what it actually is that you're feeling to then understand how to get out of it I mean it's not something that can happen overnight I know what makes me feel better so for anybody I think it might be a case of understanding what makes you happy to start with possibly um whether that is like I say go to the gym going out for a drink with your friends and if you do know that you are starting to feel a certain way in a negative way then you know what you need to do to make yourself feel better Yeah, I think like another thing is that maybe changing what you use to feel better or what you identify with feeling better because I just recently read about like habits, how let's say usually when whatever habits you have, whether they're good or bad, the main purpose for them is to make, to put you in a different state emotionally, physically to just not be where you are. So let's say with somebody who might feel down, if they have before went for a run and after run, they feel good. That's what they associate, how they deal with like feeling bad. But for somebody else, it might be like smoking and they feel that relief when they have smoked. So it's important to like what you said about awareness. That's, I think that's the key with anything. If you ever want to change anything, you have to be aware. Like the way I describe it usually is like, if I put you in a dark room and I told you to catch a ball, like there's really small chance you're going to catch it you have to switch the light on so your awareness is that switching light on so that you can actually see where the ball is which is like the thought so if you really can't see it because many times what happens is we are like automatic so you don't even see the patterns you have because you're, mm. you're just like you don't you don't see it it's just the way you are so like and sometimes when people point it out you're like no i'm not doing it like no like me no but then when you stop and you actually think about it well yeah actually I am doing it or I'm coping with it this way or that way but you you just don't notice it until you sit mm-hmm. down and I think what you said about writing that's also um it's really interesting for me it's the same when I'm overwhelmed with something or I don't know I feel like there's a problem that I can't resolve I usually sit down 
especially when it comes to me feeling emotionally, like, let's say I'm being upset, but I'm not sure like exactly why, or like, usually I want to understand like what exactly triggered me to feel upset. So I sit down and what I have noticed with uh, writing is that it actually helps you to slow down your thoughts, which is really helpful for you to actually become aware because when you slow down and you actually write it out, and then let's say when you have calmed down, you look at it again, you actually are in different states. So you can look at it as like, even in a way, different person. So you look at that, what you have written and you're like, okay, I was upset about this. Like, really? <laughs> Several times and I have been upset about something. I write it down. I go over it and I'm like, oh my God, I was really upset about that. But like in the moment, something triggers you for some reason. But a lot of times we tend to react without even thinking about it. And it, like, as you said, it is, it takes practice, but at the same time, once you get there, it's a really, it's really good place to be because then you also feel more in control. So like that feeling of control is something that helped me with all the lockdown and everything, because I started doing habits and that's been the main reason why I've been actually feeling good during the lockdown rather than being like sad or overwhelmed or feeling lonely, stuck in a room, um, But like, let's say, how do you deal with, well, partly you answered by saying, let's say you go for a walk or something like that. But let's say if you have, like, I think many people struggle with this, that you literally have like one room or like one house and you can't really leave it or you don't leave it much and you just are stuck there and you have to do everything. You have to work there. You have to train there. You have to cook there. You have family there. So it's like work with like relaxation, with like physical activities. Like how how do you handle it? Or maybe how would you recommend others to handle it or sort it out? I think a lot of it, what I've really been working on at the moment is discipline. So I think for some people they can sit and sit and sit and dwell on something and it can actually make them feel worse like if you're not actually if you're working from home at the minute and you're not actually getting up and getting showered if you don't have that routine try and create a structure try and create a routine schedule all your time out so I work full-time office hours eight till five um, but I make sure that I'm still getting up early enough to do my miracle morning the same that I would if I was in the office so you're if you're only setting your alarm and you're only getting out of bed at eight o'clock in the morning and you start work at half eight, then you're not having a productive morning. It all starts with your morning routine. Get up, read, schedule your time out. Um, like I say, get out for a walk, get out for a walk first thing in the morning, listen to a podcast, make sure you have that time in the morning. Because the chances are, if you don't schedule out your day to what you want to do, you won't do anything and then you'll feel even worse. So I've been speaking to some people and they're like, oh, I'm not having a shower in the morning. I'll just have a shower in the afternoon. But make sure you're getting into the routine of getting up, getting showered, get, having a cold shower even. Cold showers wake you up. They're really oh, yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just small things like that, setting your alarm a little bit early, making sure you get out of bed. Don't snooze, you snooze your alarm listening to podcasts as well. There's so much resource and information on YouTube and Google. Um, and like I say, journaling as well. So if you are feeling a little bit like that, just structure your day a little bit better. And I think that's one of the main things that a lot of people don't do with working from home. And again, it's a perception. If you're understanding that you're feeling negative, well, understand how you can try and get out of it. Um, so again, it starts with your morning routine. Set your alarm a little bit earlier. Make sure 
you're scheduling out your day. I mean, I schedule my day down to a T because if I didn't, I mean, obviously it doesn't go the right way every single day, but if I didn't, I wouldn't do much. I'd procrastinate all day. I'd be scrolling on social media. And again, with motivation, like it's hard to be motivated in this situation. So you have to grow your discipline. So I would say at the moment, discipline is over motivation at the moment. Create those healthy habits. Like we did the 75 hard challenge that completely changed my mindset because I had to get out and challenge myself. I had to go outside. I had to go and train. So maybe set yourself little challenges. Um, Not obviously the 75 hard challenge if you didn't want to do that, but maybe have um, train for half an hour or do half an hour yoga, you know, make yourself do that because when you're feeling good in yourself and you feel confident your, your mind your mentality is it comes from confidence as well um so we all know that once you start training once you start eating better as well if you're feeling in that sluggish state if you're feeling stuck in a room make sure you're eating healthy food make sure you're not drinking too much tea and coffee because that can make you even worse make sure you're drinking lots of water you know and it, it's it's all starts with you some people say or oh, i'll do this i'll do that but if you want it bad enough you, you will change, you'll understand that what the healthy habits are that you need to create to make yourself feel better. So to anybody that feels like they are stuck in a room, that they're doing the same thing from the room, yoga, working, set some structure, set some boundaries, create some discipline, whether that is challenge yourself, get out for a walk every other day and make sure you're getting up, having your shower like you would in a normal um, work scenario if you were doing your commute and everything so that's one thing I'd probably say to people because I know a lot of people have been getting a little bit lazy um, in lockdown and that creates low motivation so try and work on getting your discipline up um, setting your structure again and it just massively changes everything I think having that routine everybody needs a bit of routine I'm like let's say I've been having this well can't say conversation with myself but i've been thinking about it a lot because um many times people people want to change like they actually Mm -hmm. want to get in a better place so like i agree to what you said that like if you want it you will change it but like for me let's say even i don't know there's several things that for years like i want to change this i want to change this but like i would never really do anything about it so i think it's i have always been like struggling to understand like in general because i see it also with my clients which is like they want to change but there's a block to actually changing so it's like you're so attached to where you are that you don't really know who you are when you're like successful when you're actually in a good place like health finances i don't know family relationships everything so it's like overcoming that block because once you start actually taking steps and you actually stick with them consistently, you will get there. But yeah. it's been really interesting. I have I, I still haven't figured it out because I want to like fully understand because anybody that I would talk to, no matter how bad their habits are, I want to change. I really want to change. Like I'm tired of where I am, but I still but they still stay there. They don't, let's say if I finish conversation with them, they go back to their, they might feel motivated for like a day, let's say. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to do my habits. I'm going to be this, that. But then let's say if I would check up with them one week later, they're back to their old ways. So it's like, do you really like how, I don't know. It's just something that I've been really thinking about because, okay, let's say even like with discipline, how would you say, how do you 
build your own discipline or even like with your, when you were like studying, training, working, how do you manage your time and how do you actually structure your day? Because you were doing a lot of things and, and like you're that person who is like, you will find time. Somebody else might complain and they're like, oh, I can't do everything at once because I don't have time. But in your case, you just structure your day and you actually find time. So like, how do you structure your day to have time for like all the things that you want to get done? I think it all comes down to, again, how much you actually want to change and how much you want it. Because you can sit and moan about it all day, but if you don't do the action, if you don't take the action to do something to improve your life, I mean, whether you're around negative people, that can bring you down massively. So even if it's just start by understanding your environment, understanding the people that you're surrounding yourself with, um, and that that can play a huge, huge part on, on how your day goes. So for me... I've always been quite disciplined. I've always been quite a driven person. Um, and for me to create structure and discipline, I get, up, I get up early because I want it bad enough. If you want something as bad as you're saying that you want it, then you will change. Like when I see people doing diets um, on, on Instagram and they've got a personal trainer and they're doing really well, well, yeah, because they, they want to lose weight, they want to do it. So if anybody's thinking, I want to change, but I don't know how, well, how do you want to change? Like, what is it? Um, possibly write down on the side what it is you want to change and how you think you can change that. I mean, like I say, it's not an overnight thing and you have to do things step by step. Possibly start by looking at your environment, people who you're around and start by noting things down as well. Being self-aware again, um, understanding what what is your triggers so a lot of people talk about this at the moment, don't they? What's triggering them? Um, and I'm working with a girl at the moment and she started, um, um, I became friends with her and she, was, she wasn't sleeping, she was anxious. And I messaged her before actually, she was saying, I've been feeling off for the last couple of days, um, but I know why I'm feeling like that now. I'm not making a big deal out of it. Um, so it's her perception again she knows that she's feeling anxious and that feeling will actually eventually go because it has done in the past but she's making conscious effort to get over it to not make things a big deal um so like I say people don't have motivation I mean there's some days when I get up and I just don't want to do anything but because I've created that discipline through challenging myself so I set myself a to-do list I write everything down I've got a to-do list to stick it up on the wall and everybody knows that once you start ticking things off your to-do list you start feeling better so understanding what where you want to start, um, write everything down. And even if it's just on a list and a post-it note on the wall, so you've got it there, got it in front of you. And like I say, just set your alarm a little bit earlier. Um, but it's hard because I know that some people don't have that get up and go. Like they don't, a lot of people are so different. And I understand that not everybody might not be like me. And some people struggle with getting up early in the morning. But like I say, if you want it bad enough, you will, you will actually do it. So for anybody, I'd probably just recommend writing down what, what you think you want to change. And then on a column next to it, how you think you can change that. I mean, even getting involved. They can also in add why, why you actually want yeah. to change it. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the biggest things as well. Why? So if it's your health, if it's because you want to make more money, um, if it's because you, you, you want to be more active, like why do you want to do it? It's such an important thing as well. Um, so I'll just probably just start by understanding where if probably if. Yeah, probably where you want to be. So what what's what's your issues? If you've got any triggers that you've actually noticed in the past, and going forward, 
um why why are you doing it and then if you are feeling like you, you you're off if you're in a negative headspace to a, just write it down straight away immediately write it down what you're thinking why why you think think you feel like that because that's and I'm just trying to understand your triggers as well um from that if you have wrote it down and to then try and move past it because if you are feeling a certain way the more aware you are the chances are you won't feel like that or you can have that pivot moment to get over it quickly um so again it all comes down to discipline just being disciplined getting up a little bit earlier get yourself moving eating healthy food I think it all comes from having a healthy diet as well because like I say if you're putting goodness if you're having nutritious foods um and you're drinking a lot of water you automatically feel better making sure you're getting enough sleep like don't be watching Netflix all night, like make sure you're having downtime, put your phone down early and getting into these healthy habits like, like we keep talking about and just try and create that, that discipline one step at a time. I mean, for me, creating discipline was I've been doing it for quite a while now and then going straight into the 75 hard challenge, obviously training twice a day. That's what I needed to do. I needed to push myself a little bit more. So maybe create yourself a mini challenge. Um, because every, you, you, once you start doing a challenge and you can see results, you're more likely to get to the end. Um, and I think a lot of people do give up, don't they? They do quit. So maybe set yourself a little challenge as well. Go out for a walk once a day or whatever that's, that suits you. Half a minute, half, um, half a minute. Um, God, I can't speak. Half an hour yoga, doing some yoga, if that's what's going to challenge you. You know, pushing yourself a little, little bit more each day because obviously once you start pushing yourself, you do become... Um, more disciplined so I think I think what people need to do is just try and be aware of of what's going on if they're feeling negative try and be aware of it why they feel that way what are the triggers and how they can overcome that yeah um what you said about the starting one thing that I know was really really changed the way I approach things was so actually, no matter how bad is the place you are in, actually take responsibility. Let's mm. say if you're not happy with your body, that's your fault. You're the one mm. who wasn't moving, who was eating bad food and stuff like that. Because, of course, we don't want to admit that it's our fault, but it is. And no matter how painful it is to actually admit that to yourself and even to somebody else, um, I think that's the most important step towards changing anything because if you don't feel like it's your responsibility you will just keep pretty much staying in the victim mentality yeah and you will blame everything else but yourself and then you always will have reason why you're not where you want to be rather than well I just I wasn't disciplined I was doing this wrong this wrong but it was me and I think it's it's really hard to do even like for myself it was really hard to admit to myself for me, it was always a challenge with like healthy eating and pretty much staying in shape, like physically, because like I was always into sports and stuff like that. But my biggest challenge was like eating. So I would just be like, oh, like I just can't change it. Da, da, da. And then Excuses. I was like, yeah. And like the, another thing that the most important thing that helped me was having a friend that will actually tell me like, if you want to change it, you will change it. And like, wherever you are, no matter how bad it is, you don't have to look back and feel bad about yourself. Look forward and just never look back. Because now from this moment on, those decisions are you building up your like new self or your new body and things like that. So for me, it was really helpful. Like, and I think that's, that's what also is important to have 
people around you like I, I don't care if it's friends mentors coaches whatever people that they see the best in you but they also they don't just believe in you they also call you out or they yeah, make you, tell you straight some, yeah um because it's not it's not an easy thing to do to be like really straightforward with somebody yeah but it's really helpful where they can start to actually see things as they are it has helped for me I know for me it was like really big and also what you said about uh when they see results they will keep going that's I think that's what where many people fall short when they let's say on day two they want results so I think it's really important to um focus on the process not the result because if you focus on the process and you actually execute well you will get results it's just like it's guaranteed but I think too many times we focus on result or like whether we are there yet or not that we actually forget to focus on what actually going to get us there which is like what we do right now so maybe like maybe we so could speak like about like trust trust in yeah. the process as well yeah exactly like, like when you're training and you're training for a very long time and you're eating well it doesn't happen overnight that like you've got to keep going um, and like I say, having an understanding that you're going to get the results, like detach yourself from the outcome, just trust the process, trust the process, surround yourself with people. I mean, if you want an accountability partner, um, there's so many different groups out there on social media and Instagram, um, like supportive groups that you can contact, like make new friends, because I know that if you are around people that always go out every weekend, they're living for the weekend, they're drinking every weekend and you end up doing that. Well, you're going to be in that same cycle as well. So it might be time for some people to actually make new friends, to, to step away from that negativity because there's so much negativity out there these days. People take drugs, like they drink for the weekend, all weekend. And then when it comes to Monday, they feel anxious, they feel horrible. They're working in the nine to five job and then it's the same every single week. Well, that isn't a life that you should be living. There's so much out there, so many different opportunities. And if people are stuck with those types of people, then maybe remove yourself from those situations, remove yourself from that neg negativity and understand that there is a better life out there. If you surround yourself with people that are on the same wavelength as you, like me and you've connected on Instagram, like we just get on so well. So there's so many different people that you can connect with on there that, on social media that will, will understand where you're coming from. Um, so like, yeah, maybe just connect away from, from those types of people as well. Have you had to experience it yourself where you have to pretty much disconnect from people like that as you get better and you focus more on like your development? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's some people I don't even speak to anymore. And it's so funny because my mom, like bless her, she's, she's going through some things at the moment and I'm really working on not letting people dampen my energy. Like I try and keep my energy high. And when I'm around my mom, sometimes she's always moaning and I can feel like, my energy draining. So it's important to try and not let other people's energy affect you, like try and keep upbeat. Um, and I know that she's going through some things and I'm totally there for her. And it's, But I can notice it a lot more now. And even on the news, like when I see my dad and he's always talking about the news and obviously the news is always negative stuff, always bad stuff. But I now know that if I carry on listening to my dad talking about the news, it's just going to bring my energy down, but I don't let it. So there are some people that I don't really speak to anymore because it's not good for my mental health. Like people moan, people um, 
gossip. They, they've always got a comment to say about everything. They're, they're complaining about, about people on social media, even like influencers. Like I've completely gone through all of my influencers and just remove them because it's not healthy. It's not healthy to see people so skinny on Instagram to have fake profiles, fake lives. Like it's not healthy. So that could be something that people do as well. Get rid of all those people that have the fake lives like are so skinny because it's not natural. It's not something that you should be working towards. Um, and it all comes down to like self-love as well and self, self-respect, having that self-worth. Um, and that's something that I'm really working on at the moment because I've been there in the past when I've been around negative people, negative relationships, boyfriends that were always putting me down. And I was always like training really hard to be like really skinny and slim. And it was just making me ill in the end. And I thought that's not healthy. Like I know my worth now. I know that that's not what I'm about. And I've met Sean and he's completely amazing. He loves me for who I am. He loves my figure. He loves everything about me. And I don't have to keep training because I want to look a certain way. I train now because I want to feel a certain way. It's not training yeah, and you for also me. Also, not training for somebody else. You're training for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's again trying to develop those healthy habits around loving yourself, like not looking in the mirror and pulling yourself apart, like I used to, like clothes, like looking at the front and the back of me and just picking myself apart completely. And I think one of the biggest steps for me was getting all those people off my social media, like. Get, get away from me and now I follow like motivational pages um I read like more motivational books and follow people that actually inspire me rather than me trying to compare myself to those people because that's what social media is these days it's comparing yourself to people that are probably very very anxious that are going through some anxiety and stress and insecurities and you don't really know what's going on in people's lives so if you're feeling that way about yourself and you're comparing yourself to people on social media again it's time to have a complete detox of all of that yeah well but how let's say how how does one stop to compare like even even okay you don't follow but but you're still gonna see like i don't know on some feed or something like that people yeah even like your friends they show the, their like perfect lives and stuff like that because I was reading a lot about how social media affects your self-esteem in a way that, well, you know that you're just a person, you have your flaws, you're not perfect, you don't have perfect body, then you look at somebody else who shows everything perfect, and you compare your like normal self to them and where they are, and now you start to feel even worse about you than if you would compare yourself with, let's say, a friend you know. Um, So like, how would you recommend dealing with like that comparing yourself with others i think it's trying important just to understand what what you like about yourself again rather than focusing on the negative focus on what you're actually good at like what are your skills are you loving of you do you help your family out are you kind are you do you have an amazing job rather than focusing on what's actually going wrong focus on what's actually good like what, what are your values? What do you believe in? What do you stand for? Because that overshadows so much more than, than all the, like the physical stuff, what you're picking out. Because I know in the past, I've been stood in the mirror and I've been grabbing my arms, grabbing my legs, grabbing my belly, thinking, oh my God, like pulling myself apart eh, there and everywhere. But I was realizing then that because I was in that negative headspace, I was attracting more negativity. So that's really why I wasn't finding the right partner because 
they were really into the gym and they were really focused on that. And once I started understanding what my self-worth was, what I actually achieved, like how old I am, though, all my friends were settling down, but I was getting my career up and running. I was um, having that independence. I had my car, I bought my car, you know, and those things will focus on what's going right rather than what's actually going wrong. And that's a massive step as well. Again, even if you want to write it down, um, understand what you love about yourself that's that's so important and that helps helps you to stop comparing yourself to other people again it is it's a slow process but um that's probably the main the main part to start i'd say so what you said about that um that like everyone around you were starting to settle down and you were starting to take your career off um did you have like any criticism around that that like you are doing it wrong or you should like be focusing on like having a family or stuff like that because I All think many time. people experience how do you deal with that it was really tough at first I mean like I say I was in a bad been a, quite a bad relationship and he was always into the gym he had his own insecurities but he passed them over to me as well so I've always been quite a confident person but that was the lowest I have ever been and I was always going to the gym I was wasn't really eating because he was like liking all these fitness models on social media and it just completely messed my head up um and then I was single for three years I wanted to be single for that length of time but towards the end six seven months down the line I was like oh I'm ready to meet somebody now but because I wasn't there up there with loving myself and having that self-love and I was going to the gym for the wrong reasons I was trying to get attention on social media I was just not with it and once I took a step back and my friend actually said to me Annie you're amazing she was like you're amazing you've got so much going for you um you're getting your career up and going and she was like I have the family she said but I can't do anything she said, I'm still young. She said, you, you're like 27. She said, you've got so much time ahead of you. So I completely took a step back from everything. And I was like, oh my God, I'm 27, 26, I think I was at the time. I was like, I'm so young. Like I've still got so much ahead of me. I'm getting my career up and running. And so many people would die for that. Like so many people are in that, that situation where they've got the family, they've got the kids. But hearing my friends say, well, I don't have, I don't have that. Like you're so independent. Um, and that kind of was, was a big step for me because I thought, oh, my God, like you compare yourself to so many people. And you th- I, I always said I'm going to be married and have kids by the time I'm 30. But once I understood that having that might not be a good thing, um, it kind of just made me feel a little bit better. So I think, again, just understanding like I took loads of photos off my Instagram as well, like talking about like self-worth and um like get trying to get attention from people. I took all all everything off of social media completely. Well, there was a few photos left and I just started again because um, I was getting the wrong type of attention and I thought I'm never going to meet somebody that I really want by getting that type of attention. Um, so I really, really focused on myself. Didn't go to the gym as much. Was enjoying a wine a little bit more as well and I was a lot calmer and then obviously Sean came along. So I think for anybody that compares themselves to other people, well, you're all on your own journey. Your journey is different. Your journey isn't supposed to be like everybody else's. So just absolutely embrace it because whatever's going to happen, it happens at the right time. When you are confident in yourself, when you're focused on improving yourself, when you're in a good space, whether that's job, you've got some money or and you're creating new friendships or whatever that might be. Everything just works at the right time. So I'd say don't compare yourself 
um, because like I say, your journey is your journey and it's special and unique. If you didn't have stories to tell about your journey, then it would be boring. So how, how let's say, how did you embrace it? Because I think it's like, let's say when you say it in a the moment, they're like, yes, I'm going to go and I'm going to embrace it. But then they go back to it and they're like, so how, how do I actually embrace it? Like, how do I actually maybe like get comfortable with the fact that my story isn't maybe the same as like somebody else's? I think it's important to just keep reminding yourself of why, why you're doing that, why, why you love yourself, what is it that you love yourself about, um, and just be happy for other people as well. Don't be so negative and like be happy if your friend's got a house. Like I remember once a while ago, and I was thinking, oh, she's got this massive house, like she's got these kids, and I was quite negative. I wasn't very supportive, but be supportive for people. Be happy that other people are like doing well for themselves um, and keep reminding yourself of where you are where you're going and it's I mean it's so hard to not compare yourself to people because I know there's some spells when I've been like that on the journey that I'm going through at the moment with work and other things that I am doing it's hard to not compare yourself to other people but like I say your journey is your journey and this is what I keep thinking it I wouldn't have stories to tell I wouldn't have these setbacks you know like when you have setbacks in life they're there to test you so you don't do the same things you don't you make the mistakes um you, you you're, you're fearful of these mistakes you make mistakes and but you know you're never going to make them again you, you come out stronger um so I think just just keep reminding yourself of, of why you're doing it and just be happy that you're doing it and be happy for your friends and your family that are progressing or you, you think that they've got more than you because it will work out for you no matter what and it always does everything always works out when it should do true believer of that and also like what you said about Andy Purcell was talking about it's like law of attraction that yeah. if you are being I don't know jealous or anything like that seeing somebody who is ahead of you you're just telling universe that like it's bad to be ahead which is like then you will not get ahead because you're actually being angry or jealous or whatever at somebody who is ahead and being successful. But if you're actually happy for them, you just show that you're happy for like success. And that's how you will start attracting it and like moving more towards it. Um, so it's like, I think it's, and also with, with what you said about like in pretty much like embracing your story, it's, we, we all just try to figure it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> nobody really knows like what's the right thing to do or like like as humans we like to structure everything so there's there is certain kind of structure the way maybe most people would live like go to school get education get a job have family get a house live happily yeah. ever after but it's like it's not it might not be for everybody it doesn't mean that if it works for somebody else then that's for you because for you you might feel miserable living that life you might not mm -hmm. want to have nine to five you might want to build your own business or like work on something else or just travel so like I think it's it's important to understand that what works maybe for most of the people or what most of the people do is it's not it's not just it's not doesn't mean that you have to be the same way like it's not like a rule that you have to live by yeah and I think it's something similar that I know somebody in so say, for example, two different people. I know somebody who's got a massive house. She's got quite a lot of money and she she's she's still not happy. Like she's, she's got a perfect life and she's still not happy. She's got the house that a lot of people would die for, that would dream of having. She's got, she doesn't really work. She's got no financial struggles, but she's still not happy. And it's like some people would love to have all of that money. 
And it just shows that money isn't everything. Like if some people are, I want to be rich, you know, I want to ha- have all this financial freedom. Well, yeah, all right. But you might not, you might not enjoy it. Like it might work for some people. It might not work for others. And I think it's just, that just completely blows my mind because she's got everything that anybody could ever want. And she's still miserable. She's always moaning. She's always so negative. And like you were saying, like the law of attraction, the more negative you are, you're just going to be attracting negativity. The more positive you are, you're going to be attracting those positive vibes. It's like likes attract likes. So when this is something that I'm really working on. So when you are being self-aware of how negative you are, well, if you're thinking that if you don't get the results that you want over the next few weeks, it's because you're being negative you know, keep your energy high. If, if you don't know how to keep your energy high, get up dancing. Like before I do some trainings and some meetings, I just put turn some music on and I get up and I, and I get into like this state. And I know that Tony Robbins is, is exactly the same. He gets everybody up. He's so pumped. Yeah. Um, and it makes you feel amazing straight away. So if you're really working hard towards something and you're not really making any progress or you're not really seeing the results that you want, it's because you need to change your mindset. You need to be more positive. You need to be more up, upbeat because the more positive you are, the more positive people you're going to attract. It's like what type of person are you? If you write down what type of person you are, if you're in this negative headspace, well, you're only going to be attracting those same people. So something that I'm working on at the moment in my business is I want to attract strong-minded people. So I'm working on being a leader. I'm working on being strong-minded. And if I portray this and I'm putting it out to the universe and I'm going to be attracting these strong people back. Um, so that's, so that's really... How do you really... work on that? How do you, how do you develop that in yourself? Being a leader... And like yeah how do you work on that like being that strong person or strong-minded just leading from the front i think being knowledgeable about the industry that i'm actually in um being capable of of showing them what's possible so in in something that i'm actually doing it's important to show people rather than tell so you can tell somebody all day long the same thing and it'll go straight over the head but the more that you show them the more that they they follow um so again leading from the front pushing myself out of my comfort zone even more not not just for me but for the people that I am dealing with that I am working with um reading books making sure I'm knowledgeable taking notes of everything and um really working on on my industry as well like leading from the front is so powerful when you're trying to become a really good leader you know sharing that vision with people again you might be stepping out of your comfort zone and you might not have the confidence but that's where the discipline comes into it to try and push yourself a little bit further um something that i always say to the people that i work with is feel the fear and do it anyway people are too conscious of what people think people are too conscious about others opinions you know they're thinking oh god what are they going to say what are they going to say but just feel the fear and do it anyway like this is how you grow this is how you push past things and like I say once something goes wrong okay accept it move on have that pivot moment to just get over it quickly but it's so important that things do go wrong because you can move past it like see an obstacle as a positive so when something's going wrong for me I'm like right well how do I know to not do that next time and how do I know to be better um, so like I say, that's all part of your journey as well. If, if, if you, if you get straight to the top of whatever you're working towards, well, what kind of, that's boring. That's boring. You need to have step backs. You need to have people challenging you and questioning you. And that's all part of the journey as well. So see it as a positive, like there's always a positive in every situation. Like even if you've, you've just lost your job, well, you're meant to be doing something else. 
if you if somebody's out of work obviously with covid and everything if you've been made redundant well that's your chance to do something new with your life don't see it as a, a dwelling process don't sit and dwell about it or oh, play that victim mode again I, i've just lost my job what am i going to do right well it's your time to do something completely different there's always a positive in every situation and that's what keeps me going i find that just so exciting so even if in work if one of my projects because i'm getting into project management at the moment if one of my projects doesn't go the way it should I'm like oh my god like there's there's a better way to do it there's a better way there's another process that's going to make it better that's happened for a reason so we need to get over it and continue to like improve and, de and develop so there's always a positive in every situation I think that's a really good way to think as well and again that comes into like the law of attraction creating like this vibration this high energy and always remembering that everything happens for a reason because it's so true everything does true believer of that and I believe that the journey that I've been on now for the last 29 years, I was supposed to have those horrible boyfriends who put me down to actually understand that I, I am this confident person. You know what? Okay. I've learned from my mistakes. I don't deal with those types of negative people. This is what I should be doing. So I thank them for putting me through all of that pain because I'm such a better person for it now. Yeah. And you also know what you don't want, because I think mm -hmm. many times it's not just enough that you know what you want. It's also important yeah. that you know what you don't want or what you will not tolerate. But at some point, many times we have to go through those experiences to actually learn those lessons because otherwise mm -hmm. we, like many times, I think you just end up being naive that you're like, oh, everything like, oh, this person is nice, but they do whatever they want to you. And you're like, yeah, well, it's just like, you know, it's okay. Like nobody's perfect and stuff like that. But once you go enough through those experiences, you're like, you know what? This is not normal. I'm not going to tolerate this. So it is, it's interesting how it works because I have seen it uh, in many people is that all the hardships that you go through, a lot of times it's like one specific area. Um, let's say weight loss. Those people end up helping others with that. So it's like a lot of times your problems actually create or like your challenges actually create like your purpose or what you actually end up doing or like what you help people do or get better. It's like you go through this like really dark time where you just fight all the demons and everything and you come out and you help others by giving them hand and actually helping mm -hmm. them to get out of there as well. So like, I think it's, it's, it's a blessing to have those things because otherwise, like uh, when I was talking to Fatima, she was on the first episode about her like tuberculosis. <clears throat> um, I know her personally as a friend and we were like course mates and uh, for her, before before she had it she didn't really know what she wanted to do with her life but now she's like fully committed to helping people with the same raising awareness and like all that stuff because even like when she said she was in hospital she's like pretty much in isolation she couldn't find anybody who would speak about their own personal experience so you going through it it's a lot of times really helpful to find somebody who has gone through the same thing and you see like oh, it's actually possible an actual human being has done it before and they share their story and that gives you like encouragement. So I think all the stuff that you have gone through, you can inspire people that you don't have to stay where you are. You can actually change. And like, I think that's the best thing about like also leading being upfront because like you can't just go and boss people around. They'll yeah. be like, but you don't do nothing. But yeah. as a leader, you actually do first and they sometimes even naturally follow you because they yeah. see that you actually do the work 
So they just, in a way, like, especially if you give them respect back and you show them that you appreciate them and like you appreciate what they are doing, they actually want to do extra. It's not yeah. that they're just going to do the bare minimum as like they would do for a boss where they're like, yeah, whatever you told me, do this, I'm going to do this. But they actually go extra mile to help move all the business ahead. So, so true. And like I say, it's it's the law of attraction as well. It completely and utterly blows my mind that it's just amazing because again, I've never really been into like the law of attraction, but understanding that through what I'm actually doing, it's so true. So an, an example of what the law of attraction is, it's like I wanted to ask my, you, do you have any examples? <laughs> yeah, so it's it's this is I was reading it when I before I was doing my project management exam, like I was right I'm going to read the secret just to see what it's all about and like the likes attracts like and in more positive I was thinking I kept saying I'm going to pass my project but I'm going to pass it I'm going to pass it and I ended up passing it anyway um 